My brain feels like mush today. I mean, it's always working, in, you know, I'm going to say at a relatively high capacity. Sometimes maybe not as high as other days, I guess. I don't know. But I, I can tell it feels a little special today because uh, I was getting together an Aaron Rodgers topic that we're going to do in the 9 o'clock hour. And anytime we just get talking about Aaron Rodgers and sports conspiracy theories and things that can run amok, it just gets my brain in a different way. And then I, I'm on Yahoo and I'm, I'm reading about this drug that may or may not extend the lives of dogs. And I, I've told you guys my thoughts on this before. Not necessarily on extending the lives of dogs. I think, I think. well, it's not too far off, Boehm. I think our generation, I think we missed being able to call out your shot for living and how old you want to be by like 100 years. I think we're so close. Uh, like We're knocking on the doorstep of this. And then I click on the article and I'm like, they're not going to tell me what I want to hear. That what you can do in dogs, maybe you could do for humans. That's what I want to hear. I would be of the I would be the people that choose to just live forever. That would be me. Now at some point you get to be like I don't know 550 years old and you probably I don't like can you not can you not move at that point? Are you just bedridden? I don't know how this whole like slowing down the aging process would work. I don't know if it would just always have me stuck as a 34 year old. I don't know. Maybe at one point I would uh, Benjamin Button it. I'd go the other direction. I don't know. I have no idea how it would work. Some point you'd probably just throw in the towel. I, I you probably think you just throw in the towel. But I, I I've always said I think we're like a hundred years. I think we missed it by a hundred years. If we were in twenty one twenty three right now, I think you could choose your own age. You could be like I want to be hundred and seventy five. Let's plan to go to one seventy five. No idea. But yeah, they're they're like getting close. They're doing this with dogs. It's about to be FDA approved that you could just extend the livelihood of your dog. And I think my mind is blown. That's bigger to me than any sort of alien story that's bigger than me than uh jfk that's bigger so between that and then aaron Rodgers, just talking about aaron Rodgers, my brain has been ping-ponged in 25 million different directions that's where i'm at right now but i feel good i hope you guys feel good as well let's get into the brownies and we'll have daryl Ryder at nine as we always do on wednesdays daryl joins us at nine and then we have the fan focus at 10 and then we have uh, off the beaten path later on Either in the late 10 o'clock hour is what I'm planning for right now. Sometimes it'll get pushed off to 11, but we'll get there. I promise you on that. Are the Browns making the right call with DTR if he clears the concussion protocol? Blacko is taking all the reps today and tomorrow. That's my understanding. Even if DTR clears protocol, it's not a given that they put him out there on Friday. My understanding of the current situation is this, and I, I have the right to be wrong about my understanding as new information presents itself, but if I'm gathering this correctly, Flacco will take all the reps today, all of them tomorrow, and then DTR, if he clears protocol, is going to have one day of practice on Friday, and then he'll be out there on Sunday. And when DTR got his teeth kicked in against Baltimore, afterwards, his big gripe, not my big gripe, but his big gripe was the idea that he found out two hours before the game that he was going to be the guy that was playing. I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, that's, wow. He really, he bust-tossed Stefanski and everybody with the fact that he found out at 10 o'clock in the morning because he wanted the whole entire NFL to know that wasn't my fault. That wasn't me at my very best. I got one opportunity against one of the league's best defenses, and I had no time to even try to make it all work. And then callers started playing their version of a defense attorney, swooped in, and on this show said how he didn't get the reps throughout the week, which was in fact not true. 
DTR got all the first team reps that week. And before the game told reporters, I looked it up so I'd have it right. Quote, I was ready last week. I've been preparing as much as I can. I prepare like Deshaun, and that work will pay off. Then after the game, he went south and blamed everybody. So he knew he was going to be the guy, or at least had a feeling he could be the guy. He prepped all week long. Please. Ravens are the best defense in the NFL, not named the Browns, and some people in the media are giving Baltimore that title right now. I will give him a pass in that respect. But how is it that when he got his teeth kicked in, Everybody turned around and told me and then went back and said, oh, well, it wasn't it was about the practice reps. Well, no, okay. Uh, he turns out he actually did have all the practice reps there. How is it that he's going to have a better chance against a middling, middling, that's what they are. The Rams defense isn't the greatest. They're not the worst either. They're a middle-of-the-road defense on one, day's, one day of practice. How is that what the Browns are going to move forward with? This is the part that confuses me. And you guys heard me yesterday, and you heard my theories on Joe Flacco and everything else. Glad to see the Browns finally wised up and made Joe Flacco the backup for this week. At least they got that part right. But I do wonder whether or not Joe Flacco should be the guy for this week as well. And I want to hear from you. 216-474-0092. It's not me sitting here advocating for Joe Flacco. I really don't want to make it seem that way. I told you guys this. I am a man without a country. That's what I am right now. I I refuse to go to bat for any of these quarterbacks because they're all going to end up making me look like an idiot if I do. I've seen Jello move faster than Joe Flacco. I am not going to bat for that man. No chance. What I go to bat for is what I think you guys go to bat for as well. What gives the Browns the best chance to succeed and what gets the Browns the most wins for the rest of the season as we enter the postseason? That's my North Star. That's what I tend to follow. How do we get the Browns there? I don't know that DTR starting this week is that answer. And maybe I'll end up eating those words. But it feels like one of those moves that are in the Browns' best interest long-term that may not be in the best interest of the Browns in the short term. And I feel like they did this last year as well in putting certain things first and not worrying about the season at hand. And I feel like they're going back to that well this year. Because if you put Joe Flacco out there on Saturday, or Sunday, excuse me, if you put him out there on Sunday, And let's say Joe Flacco is serviceable, doesn't turn the ball over, game manages, which is what you got Joe Flacco out there to do anyway. Check down Charlie, hand the ball off to Ford, and he does it at the right rate, and and he pulls everything off. And the Browns get the win, and Browns fans are feeling good about themselves. Well, you can't go back to DTR then. That's not, that ship sailed. And the Browns know it. And what's in the best interest of the Browns long term is that at the end of this season, they can look at you, the fan, and me, the sports talk radio host slash fan, and say, hey, we got this backup quarterback situation figured out. DTR's our guy. He's the answer. What's the question? Like, well, weren't you worried when Deshaun Watson got injured? Yeah, but you guys saw DTR. He came in. He won us games. He looked good. He's developing. He's growing. He's only going to get better. But he looked good enough. That's what they want to tell you guys. At the end of this season, that would be their best answer. But sometimes you need to throw the best answer long-term. And, you know, you guys always catch me talking about the Pyrrhic victory, winning the battle, not the war. I bring it up a lot. Usually I talk about winning the war and not the battle. But in this instance, I need them to win the battle and not necessarily the war. 
I needed them to not be thinking about two, three, four, or five years from now. I need them to give this current Browns team a team with a chance to make the postseason for, what, the second time in how many years? I need them to focus on this team and to give this team the respect that it deserves because it's not a guarantee that we make the postseason. Ten wins get you in, maybe. We go three and three the rest of the way. We need some fortune to fall our way. Screw that. Let's go four and two. Let's beat the Rams, beat the Bears, beat the Texans, beat the Jets, beat the Bengals. Hell, let's win five games. Who cares? I'd be worried about that Houston game, but that's all I need. All I need is four, and I'm guaranteed into the postseason regardless. That's all I need. Give me the best chance there. Let's not make this hard on ourselves. 216-474-0092. Are the Browns making the right call with DTR if he clears the concussion protocol? I just want to get all this straight, though. Based off of my understanding and how this works, DTR is a chance to potentially practice just one day coming off a concussion and then be flung into a game against the Rams when you have Joe Flacco sitting right there? Hello? Does anybody, does this make sense to anybody? Am I, am I taking crazy pills in talking about this team? I, I was so happy yesterday when I, I did my whole Joe Flacco thing and you guys just got on board with it. And you're like, yeah, hey. I was sitting there on Sunday wondering what the hell was going on, too. I'm like, yes, yeah, okay, let's have this conversation. Let's do this thing. I'm sitting here 24 hours later. They righted the wrong from last week. It's as if they're listening. They're paying attention. Joe Flacco is now the backup quarterback. Okay, great. And now I'm sitting here, and I'm wondering to myself, another, another, there's another fly in the ointment. Something isn't right. Something isn't adding up to me. Something is not, it just isn't there. DTR on one day of practice coming off a concussion. And I don't know. Maybe this would help if we didn't all see him with the bloody lip and didn't see him walking off the field and didn't see him limping uh, and, and being like, uh, I, 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 but I just don't know. This just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. DTR complained about the lack of preparation and the lack of time in getting ready to take on the Ravens. That was the big diatribe that he had. And now you fast forward and we're supposed to believe everything is just all hunky-dory? It doesn't add up. I, I, I can't make it make sense. But I know what the Browns are doing. At least I believe I know what the Browns are doing. As I said yesterday, I wonder if Joe Flacco is starting to become a novelty act for the Browns, and that's it. He's like one of those elephants you watch on YouTube that can paint. He might just be a novelty act. Something the Browns are going to avoid going to at all cost and will exhaust every option before they ever get there. He's like the china that your grandma keeps in her cabinet. You can look, but don't touch, apparently. Yeah, she says it's for special occasions. Okay, but you, you've never seen her actually take them out and use them. That, that's the Browns with Joe Flacco. And they tell me that we can use them if need be. I don't know that we're ever going to actually see it. I think it's going to be DTR for the rest of the year. Because they don't want to live with the idea that if Joe Flacco comes out there and is good, then they got a problem next year with the backup quarterback situation. Because you can't take, once you make that decision, you can't go back on that one. 216-474-0092. On Twitter, there you can find me. I am at JPeterlin, J-P-E-T-E-R-L-I-N. I don't think I figured anything grandiose out and anything big out, but I, the more I think about it, the more I'm just convinced Joe Flacco might just be a novelty act. 
Joe Flacco, they're not going to actually take him into consideration unless they are believed beyond proof that DTR either can't do it because he physically can't or can't do it because the skill set is never going to be there. And at that point, they would toss him aside like he's days old Chinese food. Two one six four seven four to below 92. You guys tell me if I'm right or wrong about this one, but I'm looking at it. I got DTR on potentially, if he clears protocol, one day of practice on Friday, and then he's supposed to play coming off this concussion. Okay, then. At JP on Twitter, Twitter reactions brought to you by our friends at Chapman Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store, Daryl Ryder. Coming your way at 9 o'clock. We'll continue with your phone calls and everything else. It's overtime with Jonathan Beadle here with you on The Fan. Yeah, no different than a lot of the pros that you bring in, whether it's a lineman or a quarterback or a defensive back. You, you spend a lot of time in the meeting rooms. You spend a lot of time with your coaches to get ramped up. So Joe's done a nice job of that. All right, Kevin Spansky today talking about Joe Flacco. Meredith cut up Stefanski audio earlier today. Meredith, obviously, uh, you know, she's doing updates all earlier today. She told me seven out of the ten questions asked were about Joe Flacco. Seven out of ten. You guys are interested. You, you guys are you're curious. You want to know what's behind closed door number four. And I, I've said this forever. I mean, I, I feel like we will constantly in life. This is why... Uh, the vice president's always more popular than the president. This is why yeah, backup quarterback's usually the biggest name in town when it comes to discussing mediocre quarterback discussions. You're like, you always love what you don't know. I always love what you don't know. That's just how we work in life. And I feel like a lot of us right now might be veering towards the idea that we love the mystery attached to Joe Flacco more than we love what we think we know about DTR. But it's not that for me. I've said before, I'll take the high upside of DTR if it exists. I don't know that it does, but if it exists, I'll take the high upside of DTR. My problem for this week, and I thought you can use the Odyssey app, go back, rewind, uh, afternoon drive with Dustin. I thought Dustin was awesome on this. Gave his insight as to a guy that's had a lot of concussions. He'll tell you firsthand. He always makes jokes about the idea. It's like if he if he has something where he just kind of blanks on it, he's like, oh, I hit my head a couple, couple times, a couple times in my career. It's like, yeah, it's like it's one of those things you can laugh about, but it is for real. Concussions are serious, serious deal. And Dustin laying out the idea that coming back and playing a week after you've had your concussion is no easy task, as we all know. My big problem is you couple that with the fact that if Flacco's taking the number one reps today and tomorrow, according to my understanding, then on Friday, if DTR does clear concussion protocol, he's just supposed to be out there. So we got one day of practice from DTR coming off a concussion and he's supposed to take on the Rams, a team that has allowed the third fewest amount of passing touchdowns out of any team in the out of all the teams in the NFL. That feels like a really tough putt, does it not? That doesn't feel like a fair shake. And the one thing that DTR did after that game where a lot of us perceived him not to have a fair shake, that Ravens game, he complained about it. He complained about it. You know, every now and then I'll get put in an interesting situation here hosting where I'll have a, a spot where maybe I'm not supposed to host that day, but boss calls you up and says, hey, you got to host. Get in there. And you're like, all right, fine. Team player. I'm always a team player. I'll do it. Sure. You need me. I'm your guy. And, but if I have a bad show after doing that, I can't turn around and be like, well, that's not fair. You gave me 12 hours notice and I wasn't prepared. No, get yourself prepared. And if you're not prepared, then speak up beforehand. You don't get to say things after the fact. I am a no-excuse type of guy. 
You got your window before. You don't get to do it afterwards. If DTR on one day of practice coming off a concussion gets put in to start, and then let's say it does flop and goes miserably, I don't want to hear about it on Monday like we did the last time this happened. I just don't want to hear it. I, I plumb out of excuses for you. And I don't want callers to call up and be like, well, you saw him get his bell rung in that Denver game. Of course he looked bad. No. No, now's the time to speak up. Joe Flacco cannot just be a novelty. He can't just be your grandma's kitchen set that she puts in the cupboard and hides away and says we're going to use on special occasions. He, he can't just be that. He's there to be used. You know? Uh, Jeff Phelps, when he did the game last week, said he ran into Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, he's like, I've never seen a Browns quarterback look like that. The man is six foot six, and he's built. He is physically fit. And enough of that stuff like, oh, well, he, he's not in football shape. Nonsense. The man moves slower than Jello. We're not asking him to be quick here. We're just asking him to go ahead and drop back three feet, either hand the ball off or turn around and throw the ball promptly five yards with accuracy. We're not asking him to split the atom. This is the football version of two plus two equals four. He can do it. But DTR has got to be a part of this as well. And he's got to speak up because the last time that he didn't speak up, he got it just absolutely destroyed and dog walked by Baltimore. And then after the fact is when he spoke up and was like, yeah, I shouldn't have been put in that situation. I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but that was the genesis of the conversation when he bust tossed Stefanski and everyone in turn. Two one six four seven four to below 92. And if I were a more callous individual right now, maybe I would even point out the fact that it didn't surprise me that they went to P.J. Walker. And maybe that was because of the words that DTR said after that Baltimore game where he basically dug his own football grave. He only got another opportunity because you can't go with P.J. Walker. 216474 to below 92, at least for right now, that is. Ryan and Avon going to lead us off here on the fan. What's up, Ryan? How's it going? Hey, man. What's up? So, I agree with you. I think that DTR is just, I mean, he's what he is. He's a fifth-round rookie, and he's not supposed to be a good quarterback, and he's put in that situation. Like, he needs years. He needs time if he's ever going to do anything in the NFL. Yeah, I just don't know, and, and Ryan, I, I don't know if I want to give him the time for this season. And, and again, I if he was healthy, maybe we're having a different discussion, and maybe it's a different story, but he's, he's coming off a concussion. He's going to have one day of practice. I just, I, I don't need to be that experiment. Let's win games, right. Ryan. Like, the season is not washed. Right. If Joe Flacco can play like he did, what, four years ago where he was serviceable, then we're making the playoffs, and we might win a game in the playoffs. We're not we're not going to come close to that if Dorian Thompson Robinson is throwing the ball to the other to the other team. Like we can't that just can't be happening. Ryan, I agree a hundred percent. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. And I want to hear from you guys. Two one six four seven four double o ninety two. Are the Browns making the right call with DTR if he clears the concussion protocol? Now maybe you find out on Thursday DTR doesn't clear the concussion protocol. Joe Flacco is the starter, and then you get an opportunity to go out there. I need you guys all to remember, I am a man without a country in this discussion, okay? I know radio hosts have to decide one way or another. I've always told you guys, though, when it comes to this, I'm not a Flacco guy. I'm not a DTR guy. I'm not a PJ Walker guy. I'm not going to be your sports radio host crash test dummy choosing to just choose, okay? If my options are those three, I'd still be looking for door number four. I refuse 
to go to bat for any of these guys that'll make me end up looking like an idiot. I do, though, get to wonder if the Browns are making the right call for this week. I'm just, I'm preemptively preparing myself for some of what I'm going to get after this game if it ends up being Joe Flacco. And then the guys are like, but Jonathan, you called for Joe Flacco to get the start. I think for this week, Joe Flacco gives you a better opportunity than DTR does on the basis that DTR has the concussion and had one day of practice to go off. We can couple that with the idea that he's a fifth-round pick and everything else, but I would put Joe Flacco out there. I I think the reason why the Browns aren't going to, though, is because the moment you go to Joe Flacco is the moment you might have to go to the used DVD bin department and go shopping for another backup quarterback this offseason if you go to Flacco and it works – And then he steps away, and you can't go back to DTR as the backup because that's clearly then already a failed experiment. Even if you guys don't believe that to be true, you can't enter next year with the same quarterback setup that they entered this year where it's Deshaun Watson and DTR if you get no growth from DTR. 216-474-0092. Daryl up next. What's up, Daryl? How we doing, man? Hey, what's up, Daryl? I can't call it. Listen, man, me personally, and I'm just saying me personally, I don't have enough information on DTR, solid information that I can look at to put him out there again. Um, Not when I have Flacco. Now, I'm not going to say DTR was looking good last game to me. Denver put him out of that game. You know what I mean? I I think he would have beat Denver. He still was completing less than Uh, 50% of his passes, Daryl. I I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying because we both watched the game, and I thought he did look better, but still. Well, he at least looked different. That's right. That's fair. Before. That's fair. He at least looked different than the week before. And he was so getting better willing, as the game moved on, too. He was getting better. I think they were willing to give him more chances to do things. But, like I said last week before we lost, the wins are too important. Okay? We can't I – don't, I don't understand, you know, people, what people think about seven and four. But seven wins in the AFC North and in this league, it's a lot, man. You know, we cannot waste these wins. And I personally, like I said, I haven't seen enough of the kid to put him back on the road coming off of, off a of concussion when I have a veteran that I can put in there that's been there before. I think, I think if he clears concussion protocol, he needs to sit. We're all about winning right now. It's not about feeling. We need to be winning games. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think we get the better chance with Flacco. Yeah, Daryl, I can't disagree, and I appreciate you. Thank you, as always, man. I, I just I, – what part of that do I disagree with? I can't. I mean, that's exactly it. I, I don't want him – and listen, I'm thinking about DTR in this equation as well. I don't want him to end up the same way as Tua last year, where Tua had – He had the Sunday night football game where he got rocked and we all watched it on national television. And then he came back on Thursday night football five days later and got rocked. And we all saw it on national television. There was three reported concussions last year for Tua. The final one was the one that Mike McDaniel self-reported and uh, turned in on a game later on in the season. And that's why Skyward Thompson ended up starting their playoff game and they lost to the Bills and the rest is history. Like that, but like, that almost wrecked Tua to the point where, what did he say this offseason? He took like Taekwondo or Jiu-Jitsu. It was Jiu-Jitsu. He started taking Jiu-Jitsu lessons in order to learn how to, to fall better and to make sure that he didn't use his head as often. That was after his parents went to TMZ and were like, I don't know. He might not play anymore. He might not play anymore. He's 24 years old. Might not play anymore. It's a serious business. 
This is real stuff. Enough of you guys out there have been concussed at one point in your life. You understand it's not easy to just get back up there and, and just be going. But take all that and the fact that he was probably seeing Tweety Bird up in his uh, the stars for the for the past several days or whatever. And again, I don't know how serious the concussion was. I don't. I'm not privy to that information. That's very hard to tell. But I can assume he wasn't of right mind because you're very rarely of right mind when you have a concussion. And then couple that with the fact that at best, as of right now, if he clears the protocol, he's going to start on Friday for practice. He's already not starting today. He's already not starting tomorrow. He'd be he'd be in one day of practice before taking on the Rams. And I just, I'm sorry. Browns, make the right call here. DTR cannot be that answer. I know you want it to be the answer. He can't be the answer in this equation. But I know it's not easy because you guys are thinking more long-term than the immediate, I need to get X amount of wins on the board to make it to the postseason. But that's what's bothersome to me. This team is too good, and the Browns don't make the playoffs nearly as often enough for us to be saying we have a playoff opportunity, but we're going to think about making sure that DTR grows week to week so that we can have a backup quarterback next year. Two one six four seven four to below 92. Are the Browns making the right call with DTR if he does clear the concussion protocol, or should it just be Joe Flacco instead? We'll continue on with this. We'll take your phone calls as well. Also, what did Russ Tucker have to say about whether or not we should be thinking playoffs? Daryl Ryder at 9. It's overtime with John of the Beatle in here with you on the fan. I think our buddy, that guy in Cleveland, I think he's trying to come up with his own his own catchphrase. You know, you know like Urkel's like, did I do that? I think he's trying to come up with a, he makes his point, and then he says, I have spoken. I have spoken, okay. He says the smartest play would be starting Flacco. I don't want to see the kid going out there, not properly prepared. Yes, the possibility of a Tua scenario. You're absolutely right. At JP, and they did the gif, I have spoken. You sent me multiple tweets ending, I have spoken. I think that's your that's your new catchphrase, I have spoken. And you may now respond. I guess so. <laughs> Thank you for the permission to respond. <laughs> My goodness, okay. I don't hate it. Uh, Beto Bopper, by the way. Hey, listen, Beto, we got we to gotta, we gotta stop these type of conversations, I think. He goes, we talked about Benjamin Button and all these different uh, aging techniques and everything. He goes, they should make a Benjamin Button drug for my wife. But up bum That's not cool, man. That's not cool. You just got to love her. As she ages, you just got to love her. That's all that is. Yeah, I love my mom and dad, but oh! Oh! Sid Capone would never. Sid Capone would never. That gentleman. That gentleman of a human, he would never. 216-474-0092. Jerry in Cleveland up next. What's up, Jerry? Hey, how you doing? Hey, Jerry. Uh, I just had a thought. Um, everybody's talking about Flacco, but it seems like they would only select him to play as a last resort. Could it be because is he going to be like Ben Roethlisberger, you know, his last year? The guy hasn't played in a year. He's 38 years old. Uh, do we really know that he's going to be much better than P.J. Walker? No, we don't know. We don't know. Not at all. Uh, and that's the gamble, right? That is, what's, what's behind mystery door number four is, uh, is the gamble there, Jerry. Yeah, to me, that's kind of scary, the situation we're in. And what you said about DTR is right. You know, it's almost like I would rather see him sit out for a game because I guess two weeks after, um, well, I can't comment. I never had a concussion. Never at once? Say, no, never. 
Huh. I'm trying, you know what? So I didn't get hurt. Like oh, that's that. a smart man right there. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever had a concussion either. I, 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 I've, I, I once, I banged my head into an unfinished wall at a bowling alley once when I was like six and I got oh. a, I had a mark on my eyebrow and then my eyebrow grew over it. Thankfully, it's like a good spot to have a, to have like a permanent mark that where your eyebrow just grows over it. That's gotta be the closest I came. Hey, who was that uh, football player? I think it was Junior Sayo. And I oh, think yeah. he had a lot of concussions. Oh, definitely. Yes, definitely. That's what puts a fear in me when it comes to these players. Although, I mean, there's so many examples like that at this point now, sadly. And thank you, Jerry. I appreciate you as always. There's so many examples of that. And then you have the tau protein build up. And then it just it just eventually scary. It's very scary. That's why we're going to be safe about these things. And in case you're just joining us, my contention on this whole thing is uh, the idea that Flacco's taking all the reps today. He's taking them tomorrow. If DTR does clear concussion protocol, uh, he will only practice for one day. And then just because he got cleared, you might have a Tua situation on your hands. We got Sunday night football. We watched him get just destroyed out there into Thursday night football. It, it's already been well documented. The fact that, of course, Dolphins doctors cleared Tua in a situation that he shouldn't have been cleared in on that Sunday. It was like they, they said it was a back issue or a back problem. Like it's not hard to find. I remember talking about this on CBS Sports Radio. It's not hard to find a team doctor that will clear guys and get them out of the concussion protocol. Because if you don't, they'll find somebody that will. That's the hard part. I know it sucks. I hate when I lay it out that way, but it's true. If they don't do the job where they say DTR is good to go, then they'll find somebody that will do that job that will say DTR is good to go. At least that's what happened in the Tua situation in Miami. And so, I don't know, you couple all these things into one big melting pot of an equation, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't know that DTR is the right answer for this week. But I don't think the Browns are going to make a change off of that. I really don't. And, of course, Mary Kay Cabot tweeting out moments ago, Deshaun Watson attended practice in his post-op sling today, and Dorian Thompson-Robinson worked outside, but he was on his own. You know, Joe Flacco was the number one today. DTR was out on his own. That's not good when it's Wednesday and you play on Sunday. And part of the problem we had with DTR in that game against Baltimore, even though he got all the practice reps that week, was that DTR didn't feel like, in getting two hours' notice to play the game, that he was prepared enough, apparently, because that's what he said the next day. I mean, that come on, which completely contradicted, because I went back and looked at it, completely contradicted all the comments he had made leading up to that game. Go read a column from Zach Jackson on The Athletic, like I did earlier today. It's got all the quotes right there. Two one six four seven four to below ninety two. Henry up next. What's up, Henry? Hey man. Uh, you know, I, I guess I, I just want to weigh in here on the quarterback situation. And with with Dorian Thompson Robinson, we we knew last week going into that game, based on his performance, that he would essentially have one more week. The reason that we brought in Joe Flacco was because he is the solid veteran leader. Granted, he can't move. We know this. And it's gonna, a lot of it's going to depend on our offensive line. But going forward, he is the best option to get us three wins. Ten and seven gets us in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We've got three potential candidates for easy wins, I hope. Um, and I guess going forward, I don't, I'm not worried about ruining DTR. It's, it's playing the safe role with him going forward this week. Don't put him in there. Don't, don't do it. 
if Flacco goes ahead and finishes out the rest of the season and gets us these wins to get us to the playoffs, that's great. The chances of we're not going anywhere in the Super Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. This is not a, a Super Bowl team. Yeah. Not not the way where we're at right now. No, I agree. Um, but if we can get to a playoffs, that would be uh, such a meaningful thing for the city, for the team, mm-hmm. for everybody that has put forth so much effort this year um, and and done remarkable things with limited capability yeah and henry we just don't make the postseason enough and thank you i appreciate the call but you're right like he's right we don't make the postseason enough to be sitting around here and saying well we got an opportunity for the postseason let's let it slip between our fingers because we're out here playing whatever with dtr if dtr can't play and can't be prepared in time to play and then don't put him out there but i know what the browns are worried about and this is the part that bothers me they're worried about the idea that if Joe Flacco steps in, wins us the three games that we need, takes us to the postseason, and DTR is riding the pine because Joe Flacco looks good enough, then next year there'll be people like me, and I will say this. I'm not going to let that. I mean, I will say this. This will be my thoughts on it, and you guys might disagree with it. That's fine, but this is what I'll say. I'll say you can't enter next year with DTR as your backup quarterback. That's what I'll tell them. I'll, I'll do it until the cows come home on this radio station for as long as they'll let me do it. Because I, you just can't, you can't possibly enter next year then if DTR doesn't show us growth that he could be the backup quarterback. And I know what they want to do. They want to go cheap in the backup quarterback spot. They got this fifth-round draft pick. In their ideal world, DTR grows with Deshaun Watson until Deshaun Watson's contract is done, and then you make a decision from there. But in their ideal world, this fifth-round Fifth-round pick out of UCLA that spent five years in college football, the Van Wilder of college football, he gets to go ahead and mature and be right there with Deshaun, and he's the break glass in case of emergency. If Joe Flacco comes in, all that is capiche gone. And they know it. They know it. And in this instance, for whatever reason, I don't know if they come they don't come across cheap. It's a salary cap league. They just seem like they don't want to spend towards the backup quarterback spot, which I understand. You're spending $60 million in, in cap money on your starting quarterback. Putting another seven towards that is astronomically high. But Deshaun Watson has that jeopardy of being injured at any point for the rest of his career now. That's it. He's an injury-prone quarterback until proven otherwise. That's how we got to look at him. I know what they're doing. I see right through it. I saw through it last year, entering this year. I see it right now. So instead of waiting... Five months from now, I'll just tell you how it is at the moment. Two one six four seven four to below ninety two, and I think that's why it's important to them that DTR looks good and develops, so they can sell it to everybody and themselves that they don't need to go out there and get a backup quarterback and spend seven and a half million dollars to do so. That DTR can be that guy. Joe Flacco doesn't answer that, but I don't care about their answers long term right now. I care about us getting to the postseason. I will be what many would perceive to be short sighted in this instance. I'll be that right now. I feel like getting to the postseason is necessary. Gabe up next. What's up, Gabe? Not much. Uh, actually, I, I was calling in. I, was, I had a completely different view, but after listening to what you guys were talking about, I'm on a little bit I disagree. I, I mean, going back, last year we had Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. We had... Uh, What's his name that backed up Baker Mayfield? So we'll we'll pay for uh, a good backup quarterback. I understand that 
this year's been kind of an anomaly as far as the amount of quarterbacks we've gone through. But DTR has got a good future. He's not the guy right now. He's doing. He's done well, but I want to see Joe Flacco just because he's a proven veteran. He understands offenses. He understands defenses. And I think going forward, Joe Flacco's got to be the guy. If we want to go to the playoffs, that's the guy that's going to get us there. If just for anything, managing the game, not making mistakes. Yeah, yeah. All right, Gabe. I mean, we're not we're not too far off, and I appreciate you as always. We're not too far off there. You know, again, I, I'm a man without a country. I do, I do not have a, a decision in my brain between the three of the quarterbacks that we have on this roster because I'm not going to bat for any one of them. I'm, that's not going to happen because I don't want to take the Twitter keyboard warriors throwing tomatoes, virtual tomatoes at my face because I went to bat for Joe Flacco. I'm not in the business of doing that. That's not not something that appeals to me. I don't think any of these answers are going to materialize into being the world's greatest answer. But for this weekend and this weekend alone, is it DTR on a concussion and potentially just one day of practice on Friday versus Joe Flacco? To me, it's a layup. Easy decision. Flacco's got to be the guy. I don't think the Browns are going to get to that conclusion, though. If DTR is healthy and they say he passes the concussion protocol, DTR will be the starter. All right, for more on that, what did Daryl Ryder hear from Kevin Stefanski and everybody else as they were in Berea? They're in Los Angeles right now. They stayed in Los Angeles this week. But the latest on the Browns and what to do with the quarterback situation, our Browns insider, Daryl Ryder, going to join us next right here on The Fan.